Hey guys, this is James. And Greg. We're the co-hosts of the Sports Dance Podcast, a weekly podcast recapping all the news, sports, daily fantasy, and anything else you can want to know in the sports world. If you like blazing hot sports takes, you like a little bit of humor, maybe a little bit of murder. No, just kidding. All sports. But follow us, uh, Greg. On Twitter at SportsStands underscore. You can follow James at SportsStandsJ. Follow us on Vine, Facebook, and Instagram. Yeah, we got it all. At Boom. the SportsStands. And, you know, just check us out. You're going to love what we bring to the table every single week. Hot takes, nothing less. The SportsStands. Hey guys, welcome to the Sports Dance Podcast with Greg and James. I'm the second part, and with me, as always, his news resolution is to use the podcast intro a little bit more. It's Greg Cowan, everybody. What's happening, man? Dude, I'm trying. I'm trying. Intro's got to be on point, and we just got we just got to be bigger and better this year. I know. Mine was a little bit low energy this time around. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. It's all right. It's the new year. It's a new us. Sometimes the energy is not going to be there right at the beginning. It picks up. It gets ease steam. into it, Greg. Yeah, ease into it. 2016 was kind of a roller coaster. We're trying to make sure we ease into the new year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and everyone who's talking about 2017 being such a horrible year, you didn't totally take into account the fact that the sports stance started in 2016. Hello. Seriously, I mean, Mariah really just kind of stole the thunder from us at the very end. We had that bright spot last show of the year, and then she was just like, nope, I'm going to make people forget about you. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, the narrative was really uh, about us and surrounding us, and, you know, she stole our thunder. It's, it's pretty sad. It was. Uh, sad attempt, Mariah. We don't lip sync here, just so people know. This is all no. us actually live. This is 100% us. It would be a little bit easier if I just lip synced, uh, yeah. you know, funny, clever things that other people did. Be fantastic. Um, yeah, man, cool. Well, we have some tough stuff to talk about today. Um, the playoffs are upon us, Greg. It's the Ooh. eve of the playoffs. Uh, wild card round, a uh, couple games to talk about, and then we're going to kind of make predictions, overarching predictions for uh, the NFL playoffs, um, college football playoffs, and even predictions for 2017 as a whole. We're doing new year, new us. Yeah, I like it. I'm going to be um, giving a big, bold take at the end, I think. Okay, good. I like it. Well, um, before we get into any of that, Greg, before we kind of uh, start parsing out what's going to be happening in this worldwide world of sports, uh, what's happening with you, man? Uh, anything new? Uh, not much. You know, the holidays were good. Uh, we took that week off between uh, Christmas and New Year, so, you know, it was good time spent with family. Uh, got some good stuff for Christmas time. Got some nice Bose he wireless headphones. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, James, one thing that you're going to appreciate and the fans are going to appreciate in the new year is my wife got me an eight-week stand-up comedy class at Improv Boston. Wow. Hey, there you go. So I'm going to learn actually how to write jokes so I can perform them on here and not be so dull. That's exciting, man. Hey, good, uh, good job. You know, finally going to pull your weight, I understand. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. Basically, <laughs> yeah, basically her gift said, hey, James carries the show. Uh, you need to pick up the slack. <laughs> Nice, man. Well, that sounds like a good uh, good time. Yeah, what about you? How were your holidays? Uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, I was pretty sick through New Year's, which kind of sucked. Oh, it does. Uh, but I'm not really much of a New Year's guy anyway. I just don't care. I think you had a certain age and you just stopped caring. Yeah, I mean, I like I like drinking, but I'll do that anyway. You know yeah. what I mean? I spend mine uh, with uh, the in-laws and that's it. We just eat, drink, and try to make it to midnight. 
Yeah, there you go. I spent mine on a couch, unfortunately, uh, you know, just kind of, uh, you know, trying not to vomit. But after New Year's, it was pretty cool. You know, I had some solid brunch to kind of get stuff back in my system. And, yeah, it uh, pretty good. I saw the pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a big brunch guy, Greg. Oh, I know you are. I know you are. And, uh, you know, just some good presents. Uh, the girlfriend got me a TV so I can finally wow. watch all of my shows right in, in my room. I, there That's was just nice. one TV in our living room, and it kind of gets taken over every once in a while, so I can't watch as much as I'd like to. But now I got one, uh, I got one ready to go, so I'm going to be up on things. Man, she, she is a loving girl, that girl of yours. She certainly is, especially when I did not get her anywhere close to what she got me. But, <laughs> hey, you know. It's all right. I mean, do we ever do we ever get to match exactly what they got us? No. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. Definitely um, not. Okay, man. Let's get into it. This week is pretty exciting. Uh, I think that we're going to kind of just jump headfirst, uh, dive, I guess you would say, into NFL playoffs this week. Uh, the yeah. wild card round is ahead of us. So I think that what we're going to do here today is we're going to talk about each each game individually for this coming weekend. Um, we're going to pick them, but then we're going to kind of, uh, you know, pick our bracket, so to speak. Yeah. And uh, kind of make some predictions all the way through. So this is exciting. We have some guest picks. You know, we have some AFC side, NFC side. So we have it all covered this week. Absolutely. Um, so without further ado, no more uh, no more beating around the bush. Let's get into it. Let's talk mm-hmm. about the AFC side. Oof. AFC playoffs are a little weaker this year than past years, I think. I don't know. What do you, what are your, what's your opinion here? Because I just don't see the teams that are kind of scaring me. I see two teams that are kind of head and shoulders above everyone else. And then, and then I kind of see uh, you know, the unwashed masses down, down below them. But what are, you, what are your thoughts on the AFC? Yeah, I mean, the AFC went from being the, a scary side, especially when you looked at the AFC West, to uh, pretty sad and pretty predictable of what's going to happen. I mean... You went, had an Oakland team that was riding high, could have had a first round by, and then, you know, Carr goes down, and that's basically it for them. They're done. Houston doesn't know what's going on at quarterback. Doesn't matter if they have the number one defense. Miami is – nobody knows what's going to happen with Miami. And then Pittsburgh – Pittsburgh's the only other team that maybe could give a scare, but at the same time, the number one seed is not going to have a challenge until the AFC Championship game, most likely, in the Patriots. So it's just kind of a kind of a sad looking playoff side for the AFC. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, you know I don't totally I don't totally see anyone other than you know the Patriots and Chiefs kind of you know. Yeah. I can see Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh can make a run. Yeah, maybe we're gonna have to see um, you know what that what that means, but. Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see, but let's kind of get into it. So the first game of this of the AFC this weekend is going to be tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, I love these Saturday games. Uh, yeah, playoffs is great. Yep, 435 uh, Raiders. The 12-6 and 6 Raiders are going into uh, Houston to play the 9-7 and 7 Texans. Uh, Houston's favored in this game, Greg, by three and a half points. Uh, what are your predictions for this game, and uh, who do you think is going to pull it out? Well, first off, I'm pretty sure if either team could have signed David Carr, they would have by now because <laughs> he's a better quarterback option than either of them have. Brock Osweiler, I'm not trusting. The fact that Brandon Whedon's the backup now for the Texans just makes me pray Osweiler gets hurt. Uh, besides that, Houston has the three-and-a-half-point favorite because they're home. Both teams are pretty much garbage. 
it's going to be a sad game to watch. I don't think it's going to be much scoring unless Lamar Miller, like, you know, has a great day and, you know, they somehow get the ball downfield to Hopkins. The Raiders have playmakers, but uh, Donald Penn, their big offensive lineman, may not be available. Yeah. Without him, their run game is going to be weaker, and uh, Connor Cook's going to get a lot more pressure on him than he would like. He's the first quarterback to ever make his first career start in the playoffs, which is crazy when you think about that. So, I don't, I don't know who to pick in this game, James. I'm not going to be, li- I'm not going to lie to you, but I'm going to go to think Oakland somehow finds a will, finds the way to beat te- the Texans. I'm going to go 13-10. Yeah, hey, that's a good, uh, that's a good prediction. As good a prediction as any, because there's just no way to figure this yeah. out. I okay. So in my mind, the Raiders are on what their third, their third quarterback. Who's starting for them? Is it um, Connor Cook? Connor Cook, yeah. Because McGloin or whatever got hurt. Also. Yeah, McGloin's hurt. Uh, it, it's probably Osweiler for the Texans. I honestly just think that this game is going to be such a low-scoring game. I don't think that the Raiders' uh, defense is necessarily built for those kind of low-scoring games. The Raiders' defense has gotten a lot better, and Khalil Mack is you know, a bona fide superstar, and they've got you know a decent pass rush. Um but they've all they do have a history of kind of letting up bigger plays and whatnot. And the Texans defense has kind of been solid throughout this entire season. I mean, if you think yeah, about number it, one. Those nine those nine wins, um, I would say like, you know, probably like eight of them are attributed directly to the defense. Yeah. Um I think in that kind of low scoring game, I know that Brock Osweiler is not a good quarterback, but he's at least not making his first start <laughs> like Connor Cook is, <laughs> you know, he's making a he's making a home start where the Texans are seven and one. Uh, he's had some success. Uh, he's going against the defense. That's pretty good, but the corners have kind of been torched this year anyway. So I think if there's a way, if there's a way to win or if there's a team to kind of, if you're going to apply logic, at least, I think that the Texans are the one. So I'm picking the Texans in this game. I don't like it. I don't want to pick the Texans. I kind of thought that the Texans were going to be the team that, you know, we're going to get kind of stomped. I hate the AFC South. Yeah. Um, Nobody likes it. But I have to go with the Texans. There's no other – There's I don't. I can't see Connor Cook coming in into a, whole, a road playoff game for his first start. And I'm going with that rookie magic. That's all, I, that's all I'm yeah. banking on right now. Hey, there you go. Uh, so, okay. So, so sad. The, yeah, big time. <laughs> the second game in the AFC this week is on Sunday. It's the 1 o'clock game. The Dolphins going into Heinz Field to play Pittsburgh. Um, this one is one of the mats. Matt Moore uh, for the Dolphins is playing against Pittsburgh. The 10-6 and 6 Dolphins uh, are going against the 11-5 and 5 Steelers, who are favored by 10 points, Greg. 10 points in this game. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you think's gonna happen here? Do you think that the Dolphins kind of uh, turn, you know, create some magic, or do you think that the Steelers, uh, you know, kind of roll to the next uh, divisional round? Well, James, even though they faced up in the regular season, that's actually the game that Roethlisberger hurt his knee in. Uh, I do think Steelers are gonna take it, mainly because they just have such a good offense with Roethlisberger being back to kind of basically full strength. You have Le'Veon Bell, who's been playing well. Antonio Brown, if he just gets loose a few times, it's basically a, uh, at least a 100-yard game for him. The Dolphins' defense has kind of been up, hit, and miss the past few games. They looked abysmal against the Patriots, especially early on. And then uh, I just don't think their offense has what it takes to even beat the Pittsburgh Steelers' defense, which isn't fantastic, 
but they're middle of the road so they can get the job done. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I don't know if it'll be the 10-point swing that they have them favored by, but I at least think they win by a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, when the Patriots played the Dolphins, uh, what was it, last week? Yeah. Some, yeah, last week. The Patriots played the Dolphins last week. Matt Moore, I thought, looked pretty good, and they've got some real players. Um, you know, Landry on the other, on the uh, as a wide receiver is pretty real. Um, the defense has a de- has a good pass rush, uh, but they're just not that good a football team. To be just totally <laughs> honest with you, I mean, I don't really know how they got to ten and six. I mean, I think they kind of had the AFC. The AFC East this year had a kind of a cream puff schedule. Um, yeah. So every every team in the AFC East kind of uh, their their wins I think were kind of inflated by you know a couple here. Uh, so I just, I don't I can't in good conscience pick uh, the Dolphins. They, now they have good playmakers like Ajay Landry whoever, but if you have Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, and Ben Roethlisberger, I just think that that means so much more than what the Dolphins can bring to the table, especially at home. Uh, you know, they kind of, they kind of been here before they've seen this kind of stuff. So we, uh, you know, I, I think I need to go with the Steelers here as well. I think I'm going to pick Pittsburgh. I don't think it's going to, again, I don't think it's going to be a 10 point game. Uh, but I, I just think that they're not, the, the Dolphins just aren't as good a football team as the Steelers are right now. No, they aren't. And I mean, like you said, they have that three headed monster in Pittsburgh that if it gets going, there's really no stopping it. Yeah, I mean, I think there is stopping it, just not not by the Dolphins. <laughs> um, okay, so you have Oakland moving on, and I have uh, Houston. I yep. and we both have the Steelers moving on. So that means that um, that means that in the next round, we're going to get the divisional round of the playoffs right now, January fourteenth through fifteenth. Uh, that means that the Patriots will play in my scenario, Texan the Texans, in your scenario, the Raiders. And in both scenarios, we're gonna do, we're gonna see Steelers Chiefs. Yep, um, you are correct. So let's start off with the uh, let's start off with that one because we have a consensus on it. The Steelers Chiefs. Uh, Steelers uh, Steelers going into Kansas City for a divisional round playoff matchup. That's gonna be pretty good. Um, what do you think there? Do you think that the Chiefs have enough kind of you know firepower and defense to kind of balance out, or do you think that uh, the Steelers are just gonna be too explosive? <clears throat> This actually is probably going to be one of the better games of the division round, uh, depending on what happens on the NFC side. We already know one AFC matchup is going to be a complete joke and sham. So this is going to be the only AFC matchup worth watching. I think, uh, you know, Arrowhead Stadium is going to be rocking. That place gets super loud. I think it might be the loudest in the NFL. So that'll always cause some issues. Some false start penalties will hurt Pittsburgh's drives. But I'm thinking Alex Smith somehow, somehow in the playoffs, I feel like doesn't step up as much as he should. And I think it's a close game. I think it's going to come down to like the final minute or two of the game, potentially a field goal drive by Big Ben. But I think Pittsburgh somehow finds a way. I just have faith in them to make the AFC championship this year. So you're going with Pittsburgh there? I am going with Pittsburgh. I am going with the uh, Chiefs in this scenario. I've been a Chiefs believer my this, this whole season. You know that about me. I do. Um, Pittsburgh to me is just every single time that I'm like, oh, wow, Pittsburgh is scary. And oh, wow, this is a, this is a team to beat. And then all of a sudden they'll drop like, you know, 10 points against some crappy team. Like, I don't know what they're, they've just had some really 
ugly losses here. And I, uh, you know, I, I realized that Ben uh, was hurt for some of it, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that he's going to magically be, you know, much better. You know, they'll lose like 34 to three against the Eagles or they'll lose like 21 to 14 against the Ravens. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those, those losses are, are real. So I just, uh, I don't see, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't see it out of them this year as much as some of the, the other people, uh, the other people do. I mean, if they're, if they're rolling, you know, last time that the, that the uh, Steelers played the chiefs, uh, they won 43 to 14. You know, that's a very real thing. It is. But I think that, the, I think that the chiefs, uh, I think that was at home on like a, uh, I think it was Monday night. It was at home on like a Monday night. I remember that game. And the Chiefs just weren't ready to play. I think the Chiefs are going to get up for this one and be ready to go. So uh, I'm picking I'm picking Kansas City to win that divisional round and head over to the conference championships. All right. I mean, it's a solid pick. Nobody's going to question you as the number two seed having to move on. All right. Um, okay. Uh, for you, Greg, let's go ahead with your scenario. Oakland at New England. Uh, what do you think there? Well, I think basically Oakland steps on the field and that's the last productive thing they do in that game. It's going to be probably a big blowout. Oakland just can't match up with New England, especially without Carr running that offense, especially if Cook somehow makes it past Houston. Like I think he might. I think he looks like a deer in headlights against the Patriots. It's a whole different aura stepping into Gillette Stadium in the playoffs against Tom Brady, who many consider the greatest of all time. You know, he has a huge playoff record i think he has like what three or four losses total in like the playoffs or something in his life i don't know what it is it was a crazy stat that he's very good in the playoffs especially at home i think it's gonna be ugly i think i heard somewhere that if somehow oakland does win westgate which does all the betting has already put the patriots as a 16 and a half point favorite and i think that's underestimating how big of a blow it'll be i think they're gonna win by at least three touchdowns so I have the Patriots moving on to the AFC Championship as much as it hurts me. I also have the Patriots moving on to the AFC Championship, and I don't have a lot else to add. I think the Patriots is going to be the far and away the better team for either of the either of the lower seeds that that are going to be coming into Foxborough. So let's just kind of move on from there. Okay. Okay, we have a different conference championship games happening. I have the Patriots Chiefs, and you have the Patriots Steelers. Um, let's go with you then first. Let's talk about uh, what would happen uh, if the Steelers – have to go uh, through Foxborough in the AFC Championship game. Uh, you think that Big Ben and Co. can pull it out, or do you think that it's going to be, uh, you know, kind of like last time and the Patriots kind of beat up on them a little bit? Well, last time, if you remember, Big Ben didn't play. He was hurt. He wasn't in that game. It was kind of like the matchup people were anticipating to see because they were like, it could be an AFC Championship preview. But Big Ben wasn't there. Steelers didn't have the same gusto that they usually do. Yeah, that's right. I said gusto. Wow. I don't know why. Yeah. Big words. Just, big words for 2017, James. That's what we're all about. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with – it's not going to be the popular pick. I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers over the Patriots. My reasoning being, none other than, one, the Patriots will have a week off. It's the bye week. They can get healthy. That's fine. But I think – the way they beat Oakland gets them kind of overhyped about how good they might be, and they might not play as hard as they do. And I think the Steelers will be confident riding high, have that confidence of winning some big games, especially against the Chiefs, and they come in and kind of uh, do what the Ravens have done to the Patriots at Gillette in the past, where they kind of just come in, hit them hard first, and just hold them off until the end. I see. I see. I see. Um, it's interesting. I know you're going to say I'm wrong. Well, you're wrong. 
yeah. Um, but I, I like the uh, hey, I like the bravado. I think the Patriots are gonna are gonna win the AFC Championship game. I think that the defense is coming into kind of uh, focus right at the best time. Uh, classic Belichickian bend but don't break strategies are happening. Uh, I think that the offense is clicking better than it ever has. You know, there was a couple of uh, games right in the middle of the season where just not a lot was happening. You didn't know, um, you know, kind of how the offense was going to fare, especially, you know, uh, when Gronk first uh, got out. But right now you have Bennett, uh, you have uh, Edelman, obviously. You have Hogan, who's really emerged as a fantastic option. You have Floyd who immediately came in and made an impact right away in that, uh, in that Dolphins game. Uh, and then a big addition that not a lot of people, you know, uh, give enough credit to, it's Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis is huge in this game right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, LeGarrette Blunt has had the best running back season of any running back pretty much out there, you know, maybe not yards-wise, but touchdown-wise and production-wise. Uh, and then when you have that kind of ability to switch up, you know, who the running back is, you have LeGarrette Blunt for a lot of kind of, you know, three down, uh, you know, you have a, uh, for a couple first, first couple downs. And then you have Dion Lewis as a third down back who can catch passes out of the backfield. You can run two running back sets, you know, James White and Dion Lewis and kind of spread those guys out with, you know, Floyd and Bennett and, uh, all the kind of people, uh, you know, out, out wide there. So I don't know. I just, I can't see the Patriots losing that game, especially in home against the Steelers team who just has, again, not impressed me as much as uh, they probably have in years past. I used to be pretty scared of the Steelers, just being completely honest with you. But, uh, I mean, we sort of have their number a little bit. Like, we haven't lost to the Steelers in a while. So yeah, I'm no, going... that makes sense. The Steelers used to kind of have the uh, Patriots numbers, and it was yeah. usually a great matchup. But I'm actually just realizing that uh, I, I picked the Chiefs, so I need to talk about the Chiefs anyway. <laughs> yeah, you oh, do. Wow. I was wondering where you were going with that, but okay. Yeah, wow. So I uh, so in either <laughs> but either, either scenario, I think I'm going to pick the Patriots here. I just think that the Chiefs are one of the most balanced teams. Um, but the thing about the uh, Patriots is that you need, um, you know, when they do this whole bend but don't break kind of offense, uh, you need to have the guy that can – like eventually they're going to be facing like a decent like third and long situation. Like I bet the Chiefs move the ball pretty significantly and they'll get like they'll get like four or five field goals. But you need a good red zone threat, which they have Kelsey, so that's that's like not bad. But you need to also be able to convert consistently like third and medium and third and long against the Patriots. And I just don't think that they're going to be able to do that. Um, so I'm I'm going to go Pats uh, to the AFC Championship. Um, to the to the Super Bowl, winning the AFC Championship to the Super Bowl. So you have yeah. the Steelers in the Super Bowl and the AFC, I and I have the Patriots. Yeah, it's my other little thing that I should throw in there is this, I just think without Gronk, at least some point, that has to affect them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at some point. Um, I don't know. I think Bennett has really kind of filled in where Gronk uh, left off, but you know, maybe not, maybe not 100%, but you know, if you do 85, 90% of Gronkowski, that's still <laughs> just yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It's still pretty fantastic. Um, okay, right. so you so, we have a prediction, that was right? The yeah, we have, a, so we we have, have the AFC here. side. Yeah, we have a clip here. Uh, it's actually our intro voice, the man that says the sports dance, who is my father-in-law, is doing the AFC side first, so we can go take a listen to that. Hey, guys, I'm here with the AFC guest picker for the playoffs. You know him as the intro voice of the sports dance. And now he wants me to refer to him as Captain Kirk because we were watching so much Star Trek over the holiday season. It's Paul Lonergan, everybody. Good afternoon, Greg. I have a question for you. Yeah, Paul? 
Do you know what this is? A grown man making bubbles? That would be the sound of the eagles drowning in the NFC. I will cut this off right now. Feel free to do so. We are here to pick the AFC, sir. Absolutely, because an AFC team is picked to win the Super Bowl on my list. I'm, I'm not shocked. I didn't think you would be. You know what? How will we get into it? Let's see how good your knowledge is. Okay. Well, Let's see, see what your stance we is. We will see week by week as this goes. Yeah, we will. So, we're going to start off by using team names only. Don't worry. I know you get confused in your old age. It's a geography thing. Yeah. Is that it? That's what you're going to go with? Yes. All right. So, we already know the Patriots have a bye. And we know Kansas City has a bye. So, we know those two teams have a bye. We got to get into it. We'll pick the other games. Don't worry. You seem a little confused. It's radio magic, Paul. I'm it's not all con- radio I'm not magic. I'm confused at all. We know so who's going to win. We, so know, we know what's happening. Let's get to it. So we're going to get into wild card weekend. We already know we have number three seed Pittsburgh Steelers. So that's the team from Pittsburgh, Paul, versus the Miami Dolphins. Well, the Dolphins uh, today showed what they could do against the Patriots, so I'm going to pick the Steelers on that one. Steelers are progressing. They're getting the ball down the field, and the Dolphins just can't see- seem to stop anybody. Well, when you got Antonio Brown, what are you going to do? And who's that, who's the running back for the Steelers? Le'Veon Bell? Yes. Yeah. He was, he was a big star on your fantasy team. He certainly was. And what place did I come in on fantasy? I don't know. What place did you come I in? I believe fantasy? it was last. <laughs> so we could go nowhere. But you know what? You know what? He, he helped you get there. Okay. He helped me get to last. So you have Pittsburgh. The only guy that got any points yeah, on my Exactly. So you have Pittsburgh over the Dolphins. Absolutely. All right. So, so next game we have is Houston versus Oakland. So the Raiders come in. They lost that number two seed. They fell to number five. Who do you have? With the improving defense the Raiders have, I have to go with the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders defense is going to be the thing that has to hold them up. You know, no Derek Carr. Kind of uh, broke himself a few weeks ago. Not looking pretty for them. But, you know, I, I agree. I think they get out of that first round. I think, you know, they have a good chance. The Texans, as we said, are garbage. Well, defense wins championship games, and that's what they've been showing. So we go with the Raiders. Yeah, the defense has improved greatly this year so far. So, all right. So, wildcard weekend. You have the Steelers and the Chiefs moving on. Absolutely. Wildcard weekend. You have the Steelers and the Raiders moving on. Yes. All right, so looking into the division round, you have your boys, the Patriots. Led by? Bill Belichick. Okay. Yep. I'll, I'll say his name before the other. Uh, versus I'm going to make Ra- you say the other, by the way. No. Okay. It's <laughs> not going to happen. Never. Not okay. going to happen to millionaires. Okay. So you have the Patriots versus the Raiders. So we have a team that... Played without its quarterback for the first four games in the season. Only loses two games all season. I think Tom Brady's unstoppable. You would think that. I would, and I'm, ap- I'm absolutely And, and I sadly have to say that I have to agree with that for right now. Okay. I don't want to. Everybody knows to. how much it pains me to say so. Well, it is definitely uh, not a one-man show, but Tom Brady will lead the Patriots. But it's a one-man show. There's no Gronk. There's nobody else to dance around and do funny things. Well, I think they proved that there were plenty of people to dance around today. I mean, according to your daughter and my wife, she thinks the defensive coordinator looks like DJ Khaled. Okay. <laughs> As I get a nod from the sidelines. Yeah. You're looking, at, you're looking to the sideline coaches for assistance? Yes. <laughs> Throw me a play. Call a play in from the sideline. 
No, she she might call mean play. <laughs> so the other matchup of that weekend, you have the Pittsburgh Steelers versus Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you have? Well, the Chiefs um, against the Steelers. The Steelers take it. Why? I need I need reasons, Paul. The Steelers have been forging the ball downfield, and the Chiefs cannot get the ball. They are three and out, and they are done. They can't get past. You it. think the steel curtain steps up? Yes. All right. If that's what you want to call it, a steel well, that's curtain. That's what most well, people call it. That steel curtain. History has shown it will fall eventually. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Uh, <laughs> it's coming up pretty quickly. All right, so AFC Championship weekend, you have the Patriots in a shocking way running through the playoffs. I'm, I'm actually I'm amazed that you've picked the number one seed, best team, your favorite team. The team you grew up loving, caring about, and bashing me about. Steady Eddie. I've been a Patriots fan my You still life. hold that 0-3 Super Bowl over my head as an Eagles fan. Living in giant and jet country for 14 years? Rooted for who? For all 14 years. Yeah. All right. I'm going to be shocked of who you pick here. All right. So you have the Patriots versus the Steelers. Who you got? I have the Patriots. It's unstoppable. Offense is going to take that ball down the field. No, is it going to even be close? It is not going to be close, whether they're in the air or on the ground. you got Blount, who is unstoppable, carry three men down the field for a gain every time. They're going to take it easily. Going to be smoking the Blount? <laughs> if you want to call it that. Yeah, that's what a lot of He'll people call it. He'll be smoking them. I have plenty of friends who are going to be doing that while they watch the game. Well, I can't, I can't talk about those kinds of things. And it's legal in the state. Not yet. There was a vote passed some point. Yeah. At least midway through 2018. And you'd have to be smoking that stuff to pick any other team other than Tom Brady's Patriots. So heading into AFC Championship weekend, yes, we have the Patriots versus the Raiders. I think I smell an upset coming here with your pick. Who are you going with? I'm going with the Patriots. They're on fire. That's not an upset. I said I smell an upset. Oh, you smell an upset. Yeah. Well, you smell an upset. I don't. Oh, well, that's a shame. The only thing that smells is... Uh, don't go after the Eagles again. Don't do that. <laughs> That's where you're going to go back to. Well, no. They actually won a game today, and I was very proud of them. I rooted for them. Yeah. If you can't tell, we're recording Sunday, the week before the playoffs starts. And I, and I would tell you the only reason I rooted for them is because they were playing the Cowboys. Yeah, nobody likes the Cowboys. Absolutely. So, which leads us to Super Bowl 51, I believe. Yeah, I think I got that right. I think last year was 50. Yeah, last year was 50. So, you never know. I don't do my research before I do these things. I just kind of throw things out there and hope it sticks to the wall. A little last-minute stuff. Yeah. I mean, who cares what Super Bowl it is? It's the Super Bowl. So, we have Super Bowl 51 Patriots. Who do you think is coming out of the NFC? I believe it will be the New York Giants. So, you're looking for a Super Bowl Pat Giants third round since 07. Absolutely, and I believe the Patriots take it. It is going to be a close game. No, history shows us otherwise. It will be a very close game, and it will be won by the kickers. So the Giants will win then because Guskowski has been horrible. Well, I believe it will be a, it'll be a three-point. Are they game. signing Vinatieri back for the playoffs? Is this something <laughs> I haven't heard about? No. You no. sure? No. You positive? Positive. Is Belichick going to pull some tricks and make it happen? Oh, I'm certainly there will be some Belichick-isms in the game. There's going to be a guy that runs on the field that looks a lot like Vinatieri wearing a Guskowski uniform? No. No. I think that's going to happen. It's going to be called Kick Gate. It's going to go on for four years. No gates. 
and I'm going to have to move out of the state because radio stores drive me nuts talking about him. Well, I think you got Tom Brady leading an outstanding team. The Giants are also a very good team. I think they take the NFC. Don't give me those lies. And I believe that it is a great game for all the fans to watch. You want to know why I don't I want that to happen? going to be a terrible amount of disappointed New York fans. I can't have that game happen for two reasons. Why? One, if the Patriots win, I have to hear it nonstop from your side. Yes. And two, if the Giants win, I have to hear it nonstop from my brother. I don't know which is worse. I'm going to go it's pretty dead tie. I don't know. I think, Not because I think of you. We, I think we because of your guessed. son. <laughs> your son more so. Well, I believe you'll uh, have somebody picking the NFC teams. We'll see how close yeah. we match up. We will have a guest picker for game. the NFC side because the NFC is a complete mess right now. And I am not trying to figure all those situations out to try to give you. Well, it's it's really an easy pick to pick the top team in the. We probably didn't even have to go through all the games, did we? You you could have just said Patriots, and we would have been done. Well, I think ninety nine percent of the listeners would say Patriots as well. It's pretty much be strong. A point foregone conclusion. Be strong. Point out one percent. Be strong. <laughs> Believe. Well, Paul, you're blowing bubbles How about in my face. Those eagles? Wow. I'm going to end that right now. We're going to cut this off. Ridiculous. This guest pick is ending in a just a fiery passion of hate towards you. No, it isn't. It is. It isn't. You're right. It's not, Captain. You know you love me, and you know you love Tom Brady. All right. Let's not talk about man love. It gets a little weird on here. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me, Paul. Thank you for having me on the sports We'll hear dance. you more in the intros. Great. <laughs> yeah, still didn't appreciate his whole uh, Eagles joke there at the beginning of that and at the end. I did. Yeah, of course you did. But yeah, he's a, he's just like you. He's going with the Patriots in the Super Bowl. That makes sense. Yeah, um, logical people, smart people, rational people will probably pick the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, but good job, Greg. As I said, I'm in that one percent. That's not. Yes, you are. Um, okay, awesome. So let's hop into the NFC. Uh, NFC starts this week. Uh, tomorrow, uh, the Lions are going into CenturyLink Field in Seattle to play the Seahawks. Nine and seven Lions kind of limped into the playoffs, barely got through here um, into the wild card against the 10 and five Seahawks, who also have not looked that impressive the last couple of no. games. 10, five and one. Um, Seahawks are favored by eight points here, Greg. Uh, I don't really know if that's a fair line because I don't think that the Seahawks are going to be able to score enough points, but uh, you know, we'll see here. What do you think is going to happen? Do you think that Stafford and co go on the road to beat the Seahawks or do you think that Russell West uh, Wilson <laughs> Russell Wilson is going to be able to pull it out here uh, I'm going to go mainly just because Seattle in the playoffs I think they turn it up a notch their defense plays a little harder um, you know Jimmy Graham finally seems to be on the same level as Russell Wilson when it comes to the offense I think they just find a will they find a way to win Stafford and the Lions keep their drought of not winning in the playoffs going uh, sorry Detroit fans it's it's not going to end at least this year with Detroit going into Seattle. Uh, not an easy place to play. Seattle just is the overall better team. Both teams kind of limped in, so it's going to be a battle of who can figure out the, you know, that one play that puts them ahead. I don't think it's going to be an eight point, you know, difference like they have it as. I think it's going to be more so a field goal difference, especially with Seattle's offense not always producing the most points. Yeah, I mean, I'm I I can't really figure out a way to. Uh, pick against Seattle here. Um, the Lions have shown flashes, and I was on the Stafford bandwagon for a hot sec right there in the middle of the season. Um, 
But I don't know. I mean, just I, I, I can't figure out a scenario where Detroit's going to go in here and kind of light up the Seahawks defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they didn't play this year, I don't think, did they? Uh, no, they did not. I don't think so. No. Um, going through the Lions' most impressive wins, right? So you're, they're 9-7. and seven. Uh, The most impressive wins came against uh jeez the two against the vikings um you know they they didn't have great wins they beat the they beat the eagles so let's say like but just realistically every single they have not beat a playoff team yet in fact all their losses come to playoff teams or, or like potential playoff teams they lost to the packers cowboys giants texans packers um you know, Titans were pretty close. They lost to the Titans. Um, you know, so they, they've lost it. They lost to primarily playoff teams here, and that doesn't really bode well for them going on the road to win a playoff game. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks here. Uh, I don't think that the Lions can really, uh, you know, um, hold up in that kind of environment. Yeah, they're going to beat the good teams in the regular season. What's going to change in the postseason? Right, exactly. Um, okay, cool. Now, I think now the next one I think is the best game of the weekend. If oh, you ask definitely me. by far. Uh, you have the Giants, ten and uh, eleven and five, going into Lambeau to play the ten and six Packers. Uh, Green Bay is favored by four and a half points. So, Greg, uh, do you think that the Miami Giants are going to go in and play the uh, the Green the Green Miami, Bay? <laughs> the Miami Giants. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did not know they uh, transferred there. Uh, well, I they, think they, they, they all transfer there on their off day. Come on, you saw that. Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, or do you think that uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers kind of keeps up his hot streak and uh, and uh, you know beats the Giants in Lambeau? Uh, well, first off, I'm pretty sure Odell Beckham would totally be fine if they moved the Giants to Miami. He could hang out with Biebs all the time. Yeah, um, there you go. That's such a weird situation. But again, situation. we shouldn't have cared that much about it. People made a bigger deal than they needed to. Um. But I don't think that affects them. It's going to be a really good game. The past has shown us that, you know, if the Giants win this, they probably make it to the Super Bowl just because it seems like any time they go into the playoffs and win at Lambeau Field, uh, Eli somehow finds a way to sneak into the Super Bowl. And I'm going to make sure that doesn't happen this year. So I'm going to go with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. He's been playing lights out, especially after he told everybody to, hey, don't worry about it. We're going to make a run. And he was right. They went on a six-game win streak, won the North, and he might be the MVP now because of that run. But I'm at least giving him the win in the wildcard round against the Giants. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the Giants here. I just don't – always going to pick the Giants. I don't know why. Um, they're going to they're gonna fall ass backwards in the Super Bowl again. I don't know how. I don't know how. Um, the Packers won uh, against the Giants early in the season. Uh, like week five, I think it was something like that. Yeah, um, but the Giants just somehow managed to win these games. They did not look good in the last game of the year. Um, but and they never really totally looked good. But uh, the defense is decent. Uh, they have a couple explosive plays, and then these kinds of uh, you know. 12 degree weather games that are going to be played at Lambeau. I think that that actually favors the Giants more just because they, they have a, 
you know, they're just going to play one of these ugly, ugly drop down games that just like is not not all that fun to watch. But, yeah. you know, ends up there will end up winning like 16 to 10 or something like that. Or I don't know, something stupid. Yeah, my real reason for picking the Packers is I just don't want my brother's Giants team to win. Oh, I don't want the Giants to win at all, but I think that they're going to win. Um, so I'm picking the Giants in this scenario to move on to the next round. So uh, we both picked the Seahawks, and we both picked uh, – I picked the Giants, and you picked – Green Bay. Uh, the Packers. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Still so makes that the means, same visiting, yeah. Yep, same visiting. So that means that in the NFC, uh, in the NFC divisional round, uh, let's go with the one we have consensus on. So we'll talk Seahawks at Atlanta. Uh, Seahawks would go into uh, Atlanta to play the 11 and five Falcons. Uh, what do you think, Greg? Bird versus bird. Uh, what do you What bird do you have here? Yeah, the battle of the birds uh, going into the Falcons' nest in Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Uh, I think Matty Ice cools down the Seattle Seahawks defense. That offense has just been too explosive this year. Julio Jones gets a full week of rest, which is huge for them because he's been ailing the past few weeks. I think their offense just, you know, puts up a good amount of points. I don't think Seattle's defense without Earl Thomas in there, rolling that back area to try to make some big hits and maybe pick some guys off. I just don't think they have what it takes. Uh, so I'm going to go Atlanta over Seattle. 24-17 but it's not going to be as close as that even seems. I think it's going to actually just be a late score by Seattle to make it at least seem closer. Yeah, I mean, this one's tough. Uh, the Seahawks beat Atlanta um, at home uh, early in the season on like kind of a late late field goal. Uh, I don't know if, how indicative that was of um, – you know, of this team, uh, you know, that was kind of like in the beginning of the season when both teams were kind of pretty hot. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that in the dome uh, at home, Matt Ryan is going to do a little bit better than uh, Westbrook. Uh, you know, so the uh, the Seahawks are pretty good on uh, on the road, all things considered. Well, you mean Russell not- Wilson, by the way, and not Westbrook? Oh, I just I watched that game last night against uh, the the Westbrook Harden game. And <laughs> I was now like, I Westbrook, who's Westbrook? I, I cannot get it out of my head right now. It was a great game. I think I'm going to talk about that in my predictions for 2017. I'm going to go with Atlanta here. Uh, I just think that Atlanta is probably going to be the better team overall. The defense has gotten a lot better over the of the, uh, the second half of the season in the dome at home. I just uh, I think that that's what's uh, what's going to happen here. We both have right. a. We yeah. both have Atlanta then going to the NFC Championship. Yeah, we do. So you know that's good. We agree on wow. some good, some games there. Yeah, a little consistency. Um, the other one that we're going to talk about. Let's talk about yours first. Uh, Packers going into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Arlington, technically. Um, so like what do you think little... here? <laughs> what do you well, think here, Greg? Dallas. It's actually Arlington. That should be the Arlington Cowboys. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Let's just be honest. It's just Jerry's world. Uh, so Packers going to Jerry's world. Yep. Uh, sadly. So I think what happens is they go in. Uh, Dallas has, you know, played pretty well. They gave Ezekiel Elliott the week off. So he's going to have two full weeks to be fully healthy. Um, I still, for some reason, I just think Aaron Rodgers finds a will, finds a way to beat Dallas. I don't think Dak Prescott has that great of a game. I think maybe the pressure of the playoffs maybe shows his rookie 
weaknesses a little bit. He hasn't had many bad games this year. So he's probably due for one at some point. And sadly, it's going to come in the playoffs and it's going to break the Cowboys hearts, which is going to make the majority of America happy because there's nothing we love more than seeing Jerry Jones cry. And I'll start the whole Tony Romo should be actually starting rumors again. Will he actually leave the team? I just really just want to see the chaos occur in the Dallas franchise because I'm an Eagles fan. So I'm going to go with Green Bay over Dallas. Um, I'm not going to give a score prediction. I just think flat out they'll beat Dallas and Jerry Jones will get cut to for the final like minute of the game, bawling his eyes out. And Tony Romo is going to be there patting his tears. Yeah, I. Uh, that's interesting. The 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 Cowboys beat the Packers pretty handedly this year. I mean, granted, that was in the, the beginning of the year um, when we kind of had all the what's wrong with Aaron Rodgers questions happening. Yeah. Um, that's I, on the other said. hand, yeah. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am facing a Cowboys-Giants matchup here, and it's kind of like what happens when a, a uh, unstoppable force meets an immovable object. My uh, my unstoppable force, of course, is the uh, you know my DAC train. I'm on my DAC attack train, and my immovable object is my irrational fear of the Giants. <laughs> so I don't know here. I mean, the Giants beat the Cowboys twice this year. DAC's two worst games. DAC's two worst games. Uh, once at home, which you know, so that kind of affects it here as well. Um, I just think that if you play, if the Giants and Cowboys play each other, it's the same exact mentality that I'm going to use if, you know, by some crazy circumstances, the Patriots and Giants play each other. I just think when they play each other multiple times, like the averages will just even out. And I think that the Cowboys are going to win. So third time this year, I think that the Cowboys beat the Giants uh, just by law of averages. I just don't think the Giants are as good a team as the Cowboys here. So I have the Cowboys and Falcons going to the NFC Championship. And, Greg, you have the Packers-Falcons going to the NFC Championship. Two teams with Brett Favre history. I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, People people might forget that he was actually on the Falcons for like a half second. Yeah, definitely. Um, Okay, cool. So let's talk about your NFC Championship scenario. Um, You have... Packers Falcons. Packers Falcons. So, what do you think? <sighs> I think uh, it's going to be an interesting game. I actually think it'll be a very high-scoring game. Both defenses, you know, aren't known to be great. Vic Beasley has come on really strong this year for the Falcons, and even had some Defensive Player of the Year conversations involving him. But you know, both defenses going to be up and down. I think they'll make some big stops. They'll make give up some big plays. And I think overall, the best offense is going to win, which is Atlanta. You know, I think Atlanta actually is going to end up going to the Super Bowl. Not something I thought I was going to be saying anytime in the future or, you know, in the just in general, because every time it seemed Atlanta make the playoffs, they'd bomb out in the first round. So I'm going to go Maddie Ice. I'm trusting them. I'm giving them the confidence that he needs. And I think they find a will, they find a way, and they make it to the Super Bowl against, uh, I predicted the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Um, I am going to go with the Cowboys. I want this because I want this Super Bowl matchup. That's going to be really fun. I think that the Cowboys will beat up on the Falcons. I think the Falcons uh, have some kind of fatal flaws, especially if they're going to go on the road. Uh, I just don't think they're as effective. I, I don't totally trust Matt Ryan, which is weird because I'm putting my trust in Dak Prescott. But you know yeah. I put my trust in Dak Prescott from the start of the season. 
Like even the first preseason game, I was on the Dak Prescott bandwagon. Yeah, I it was impressive. Crazy. You were on there. Maybe you might be one of the first outside of like Skip Bayless. Yeah, I mean, I saw that. I saw the highlights from the first preseason game. I was like, this kid's special. Um, Tony gets hurt. I'm on board. Yeah, and I have been. I have been for pretty much the entire season. I'm going to continue to ride that Dak Prescott bandwagon uh, all the way through the NFC Championship game into the Super Bowl. So, our Super Bowl matchups, Greg, are the uh, minor uh, Patriots Cowboys, and yours are Pittsburgh and uh, the Steelers Falcons. Um, do we have a clip for the NFC? Uh, we do have a clip for the NFC. So, uh, it was actually my brother in law. So, it's, you know, a family affair this week. Uh, because it was the holidays and made it easy to do. So we'll take a listen to the, his NFC side predictions. Hey, guys, I'm here with our guest NFC picker of the week. Uh, he's going to architect a plan that gets a winner to the Super Bowl from the NFC side. It's none other than Joe Lonergan. Joe, welcome. Hey, Greg, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, Joe. I'm doing pretty good. So uh, you're going to be going up against your dad this week, uh, picking the NFC side. He picked the AFC side. He did a decent job. Let me guess. New England at the helm. Yeah, more or less. Uh, Where they should be. He didn't have them. Yeah, I'm not shocked. So if anybody hasn't guessed, uh, both Joe and his father are big New England fans. Unlike me, his dad made a pretty mean joke earlier on the show. Did not approve of it. Hurt my feelings. I'm not going to lie. So Joe, how, how are you doing? Introduce yourself a little bit. Who's Joe? Yeah, I'm great. Greg, I'm doing great. Um, I'm glad you had me on your show to be a, a guest picker this week. Um, a lot of good matchups coming up this week. You know, you've got a lot of strong teams. The Seahawks, always, you know, good team to watch in the playoffs. Uh, Giants, somehow, seem to always be in the playoffs. Um, you know, a lot of I mean, good. The big matchup is in the AFC side, which you sadly can't pick. The yeah. hype game, Oakland-Houston. That's right. You know, and that's a quarterback battle right there. I mean, seriously, I'm surprised neither of them signed David Carr. I, I got a call, and I, I declined. Probably a smart move on your side. Uh, you probably can get better offers from uh, Victoria's Secret. Why Victoria's Secret? I don't know. Just because. So, we're going to get down to it. Joe, I heard you brought a Lucky Charm actually back with you from your recent vacation to New Hampshire. Is it a rabbit's foot? It is, yes. It's, uh, we stopped on the side of the road. It's, it's actually a fresh rabbit's foot. Yeah, you named it Timmy or something like that. Yes, Timmy, Timmy, Kimmy. Timmy, T Kimmy, yeah. T for sure. took Timmy, Kimmy's foot, and hopefully that brings you some luck with your picks. Let's, let's get down to it. All right, so first matchup of the weekend, we're going to go Detroit at Seattle. Number six seed versus number three seed. What do you got, Joe? I got to go Seattle here. Um, you know, Russell Wilson back in the playoffs again. Um, I just – I think they pull it out. I think they run a powerful offense. Um, I think their they're D can hold Stafford – yeah, I'm thinking that's a pretty good solid pick. Uh, Stafford struggled the past few weeks. Uh, fourth quarter comeback seemed to have disappeared. And, you know, that Seattle defense, even without Earl Thomas, uh, Richard Sherman, you think, can hold it down on the outside? I do, I do. I, You know, I, I think he may be in some sort of decline, uh, but I, I think he's still got a year or two of uh, good defense in him. Wow, saying Richard Sherman, that's a hot take. Richard Sherman, a year or two left of elite cornerback play. Yeah. The real question is, how do you feel about Michael Bennett's comment about Detroit having the best white running back in the NFL? I think if you're a good running back, you're a good running back. Um, you know, 
That's what it comes down to. Way to keep the race out of it, Joe. Good job. Way to not take the It's always it's a race. It's it's a leg race. Yeah. Ooh, okay. I see what you did. <sighs> have you done this before? I feel like you have. You just like you just like swam around that question like it was nobody's business. First and only time. You're allowed to laugh out loud. It's okay. Let the people know you think I'm funny. It's all right. <laughs> see, I know. I, I'm hilarious. All right. So the big game of the weekend, most people will agree. It's taking place at Lambeau Field. You have the Giants versus the Packers. It's a matchup that, I'm not going to lie, history-wise has shown if the Giants win this game, they probably make it to the Super Bowl because every other time they've won the Super Bowl, they've gone through Lambeau Field. Yeah, this is a tough one for me to pick. Um, you know, coming up as a New England fan, nothing I want to see more than the Giants' demise. Oh, why is that, Joe? We don't need to go there. <laughs> I think we do. Why do you hate the Giants so much? I'm confused. They always squeak their way into the playoffs, squeak their way through the playoffs, and find a way to win. Against who? Against the Patriots. Sorry, I mean, your team beat my team in the Super Bowl, the only one we've ever made in my lifetime, and probably my only one I'll ever see in my lifetime. So thanks for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so who, who do you have winning this game? You know, I got to go Giants here. Ooh. Um, even though you hate them. Do you hate Aaron Rodgers more? No, it's not. I, I think that the uh, the Giants getting into the playoffs, I think that, um, you know, I think they're – they're going to ride the wave. Um, and I think there's some more interest ahead of them. Um, when the, uh, the giants take on the Cowboys. Yeah, that will be a, that will be a good game. We'll get to that in a minute. But my real question is, did you really just pick the giants over green Bay? Because your wife being a huge bachelor fan hates the fact that Jordan, uh, Jordan Rogers and his brother, Aaron don't get along. So therefore she doesn't want to see Aaron succeed. That might have had something to do with it, and yeah, because I, I I've never watched The Bachelor. Um, Don't lie. <laughs> okay, maybe once or twice. Yeah, a Each night. Time. We get it. Every Monday. Mm. You, know. you know the time it's on. Yeah, Monday. You play in the fantasy yeah. league. Yeah. 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 We, we, let's get back to football. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, so we'll get back to football. Maybe Bachelor later. Uh, we got Seattle heading to Atlanta. So you got the number one offense. I think it's one of the top two, three high flying this year in Atlanta versus one of the top five defenses. Who you going with? I got to go with Atlanta on this one. Um, and I'm going Atlanta uh, for Matt Ryan. You MVP know, Matt Ryan. We can talk about that later. Hmm. Um, I want to see Matt Ryan succeed. Um, you know, he's a, a Boston college guy. Um, you know, you're a BC guy, clearly I'm a BC guy. So nobody mentions that unless they're a BC guy. I'm just letting you know. That's right. Well, Hey, BC had a, a pretty good game over Maryland this year. Okay. You can believe that. Yeah. Well, they did win. So I guess you're right. All right. So you have Matty Ice taking down the vaunted Legion of boom. That's right. All right. So, big game again. Probably going to be Giants involved. So, you have the Giants who take down Dallas twice in the regular season. Dak Prescott's worst games of the year. Who do you have winning this game? Does Dak redeem himself? Dak attack come back? I think he does. I think the Cowboys shut down the Giants 
not shut out. I think it'll be a hard-fought game. Um, I, I, I see the Cowboys coming out on top here. All right. Well, I the last match of that means you have NFC Championship, big game. You have one versus two, taking a trip down to Jerry World. Can't believe that's going to happen in your mind, but apparently it is. You have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Dallas Cowboys in the NFC Championship to face. We already know who you're going to go with for the Super Bowl, so we'll get there in a minute. But who do you have first in the NFC Championship, Atlanta or Dallas? I've got Atlanta destroying the Cowboys. Wow. Do you want to give a score prediction? Uh, Let's go with... um... 37 to 17. Wow, an odd number. 37. How, I don't even know how you got that. So you have them scoring what, like five touchdowns and a safety? I'd have to do the math. You're doing the math quickly in your head. <laughs> I'm right. So you should have just said yes. Would have made you seem smarter. 34 point plus a field goal. We can edit it. Don't worry. It's allowed. 34 plus a field goal. 34 plus a field goal. All right. So that means you have Atlanta winning the NFC. Number two seed, Matty Ice, taking all the haters off his back over the years who said he can't do it, going to the Super Bowl. Who are they facing, Joe? Am I going to be shocked? The one and only New England Patriots. Yeah, I'm not shocked. Okay. All right, so you have the Patriots coming out of the AFC, just like your father. And as he said, 99% of everybody else in the world. (laughs) And then you have the Atlanta Falcons coming out of the NFC. I'm going to ask you, who do you have? Do you have your BC boy or do you have the man who you dream of every night, Tom Brady? The man who I dream of every night, Tom Brady. Are you shocked? Uh, No, not at all. Do you want to give a score prediction? Is it going to be like 150 to three? Because I feel like that's what you're going to say. No, I think it's going to be a, you know, mid-range scoring game. You know, I probably think in... 28, 17, 28, 21, somewhere around there. All right. You know what? I like those picks. Last question I'm going to ask you. Do you think right after the game end, Matt Patricia hops on a rocket and heads out west to coach the Rams? That's a tough one. I asked this yesterday. I put it out there. I have a theory. Teams are just going to hire Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels to just literally just – take them away from the Patriots. They don't even want them. They're just going to take them. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, Josh McDaniels, is he's come and gone once before. Um, Terribly. Yep. And so, you know, I guess it depends, you know, how faithful those guys want to be to New England. And if, if they're happy doing what they're doing, I don't think everybody wants to, you know, be a head coach. I haven't uh, seen much of what Matt Patricia may or may not have said about the opportunities. Um, I, of course, would like, want to see him stay. Well, obviously. I'm asking you if you think he will hop on a rock and go. I do not. Fine. I'm, I'm, maybe it's just me being hopeful. All right. Well, Joe, i got to say thank you. One more thing. Oh, okay. You got what last thoughts. Yes, last thoughts. After the f- conclusion of the Super Bowl, almost as entertaining, possibly more entertaining than the Super Bowl, will be Roger Goodell handing the trophy to the New England Patriots. I actually heard they're going to have Mariah Carey do it. Well, she might drop the ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I almost introduced you with something like that because I know you're a big Mariah guy. 
Yeah, her score is going down in my your book. childhood dreams just came crashing down very quickly. It did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. But hopefully uh, Timmy's foot brings you some luck. Timmy Kimmy, TK. TK. So weird that you just found him randomly on the side of the road and decided to take a foot. Mm-hmm. It was, I I it was your wife that took the foot off. I mean, we bought it at a store. Mm, yeah. I'm sure you did. Wasn't a family pet or anything. All right. Well, Joe, I appreciate it. Thanks for doing this. Uh, hopefully, you beat your father because I'm hoping he's dead wrong about like three of his picks. They all involve a team from the Northeast. Same initials okay. for what their team represents, New England, something like that, maybe. Uh, so, you know, best of luck. Uh, I guess we'll check this out in a few weeks and see how right you are. All right, Greg. Thanks. I appreciate the uh, having me on. Well, thank you. Nice. Yeah, just like his father, he predicted the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But uh, just like me, he predicted Atlanta in the Super Bowl. So, you know, at least I can give him some credit for that. Yeah, hey, there you go. I mean, those are some bold predictions there. Um, Okay, Super Bowl matchups, Greg. In Houston, NRG Stadium, February 5th. (laughs) The only time Houston's going to have that Super Bowl. (laughs) Uh, let's talk about it then, man. Super Bowl 51. What do you think? Uh, let's talk about your scenario first. Uh, let's both break down each other's scenarios because it's kind of fun. All right. Um, we can do that. You, you have the Steelers versus the Falcons. What do you think in case that actually happened? What would uh, your prediction be there? Oh, if that actually happened, one, I'd be super impressed with myself because, yeah. hey, man, what a prediction that nobody probably has that Super Bowl matchup happening unless you're Steelers. Or a Falcons fan, and if so, it's a bold shot. Yeah, if you're a Steelers fan, you're probably like, "Oh, we're gonna face the Cowboys." And if you're a Falcons fan, you're like, "Yeah, it's gonna be the Patriots." So I don't think anybody has these two seats facing each other. But I think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be a fun game to watch. You know, you have two really good quarterbacks, two offense star wide receivers. Um, You know, some people might say Freeman's, uh, you know, one of the top running backs. Uh, He's pretty decent, but that combo they have with him and Coleman is really good. I think though. Big Ben finds a way to uh, get that third ring, and that really starts putting him in the you know, top echelon of quarterbacks of all time. Uh, you'd have to say he's at least top 20, top 15 with that third ring on his finger. Uh, you know, He's not going to catch Brady anytime soon unless he somehow wins like three more in his career because I think he has to pass Brady number-wise instead of match him. But I think Big Ben finds a way. Uh, you know, Antonio Brown gets i think mvp he'd be the first wide receiver since uh i think of the guy on the patriots who was uh who's the guy you might remember him uh it was Both Gibbons, of them, I believe. yeah it was what against the eagles is it I think, Gibbons or Patton? Yeah. is it Gibbons or Patton? i don't remember i think it was one of those so i think he's the first you know wide receiver since then to win the mvp for the super bowl i think he puts up you know like 11 catches like almost 200 yards and the touchdown or two you know just big game for him uh, it'll be fun to watch. I think it'll be like a 35 uh, to 28, maybe 31 type game. But at Pittsburgh, I'm, coming out on top. I'm actually going like almost identical except the opposite team. I think that the Falcons win that matchup. And I think <laughs> that uh, I think that Julio Jones wins MVP. Oh, all right. Um, so we have thought processes that it come to the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I think that uh, – you know, I think the Falcons are a little bit, believe it or not, a little bit more explosive than the Steelers, which is crazy to think because the Steelers have like some of the best players out there. But uh, I think the Falcons have a, kid, a couple more options. 
And I like, I really think that Julio Jones is the best wide receiver that we have in the game. Antonio Brown has definitely put up a ton of, uh, a ton of stats. Uh, I, I just think that, uh, that Julio Jones really is, you know, Devonte Freeman is a great, you know, is a great running back as well. So I think that they still they can kind of match what Pittsburgh has toe to toe. I think that would be a fun game, actually. Yeah, I think uh, it would be a really good game to watch. It'd be one of the more entertaining ones in a while. Yeah, definitely. So I'm, I would go Falcons in your scenario, though. All right. Well, let's in, look at your scenario. You have the number yeah. one seeds. Number one against seeds. Each. Yeah. In fact, I have the number one seeds in the in the uh, in the championship. I have the number one and number two seeds in both conference championships. So basically, well, you're a front runner. I'm, I'm the asshole that picks Duke every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're the guy that's like, oh, who are the number one seeds in March Madness? Totally gonna be the Final Four. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what do you think of my scenario, man? Cowboys and Patriots. Well, you know, it's the twelfth time uh, number one seeds will face each other in the Super Bowl, so it's not something that happens often. <laughs> It's the 51st Super Bowl coming up. So, you know, yeah. it's not a major thing that happens every year. Sure. Um, I hate this scenario because my answer is going to be... I'm going to yeah, have to get to the Patriots over Dallas yeah. because Dallas's can't match up, I think, with Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I mean, plain and simple, Belichick will have two weeks to plan for the Dallas offense, uh, figure out schemes to beat that defense, which is getting banged up more and more. This morning, Randy Gregory was suspended for a full year because he can't stay away from marijuana or weed or whatever the hell you want to call it because he keeps skipping tests because he probably is too high and he forgets about them. So they should probably cut ties with him. Their defense, Sean Lee, who knows if he can stay healthy, might make a slight difference in them in the Super Bowl against the Patriots. But even without Gronk, Pats are going to win. Brady's going to get his fifth ring. And I'm going to have to actually start, you know, whispering that I think Brady's the greatest of all time because I can never boldly say it out loud because it might physically pain me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think it's pretty clear that Brady's the best of all time, especially if he gets five Super Bowl rings, Greg. But uh, we know we'll talk about that. Um, I think the Patriots win that one as well. Uh, I just don't see, as much as I do enjoy myself some Dak, uh, and I think that Elliot will give the Patriots the biggest problem of any team this year because they just don't do well against a really good running game. Like if you have like a, a, an elite level running game, the Patriots always struggle with that. Yeah. Um, but I still think that the bend, but don't break kind of mentality that the Patriots uh, have combined with the points that they can put up uh, when asked to do so um, will lead to like a 26 to like, it's going to be like a 26-23 game the Patriots win. This, the Patriots Super Bowls are never like, I, never like the high-scoring affairs that everyone thinks that they're going to be. No. And you also have an odd score. Like uh, My brother-in-law, Joe, said he was like, it's going to be like 37 to whatever. And I was like, 37 is such an odd score. 26 yeah, is a weird, weird one, too. 26 is a weird one, too. But I think that... It's uh, a lot of field goals. Yeah, I think that, that I think that's going to be the case, though. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, if Elliot and that line could press against them... It could be the only way they have a chance to win that game. I kind of would love to see a goal line stand like it would have been against Seattle where it's just like three straight runs. And if the Patriots stop and be like, see, Marshawn wouldn't have had a chance, I feel like that would have been like a great ending. And if vice versa, if the Cowboys did score and win the game, people would look at Pete Carroll and be like, wow, you are the biggest idiot in the world. So, yeah, for real. Fun things that could come out of that game if that happens. I think that would be another good matchup to watch and Again, Jerry Jones crying is one of my all-time pastime favorite things to do. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> 
Um, okay, cool. Hey, that was a good playoff breakdown. Yeah, so I, I liked it. If you're, uh, if, you're bet- if you're a betting man, uh, you know, take this as gospel and, yeah. uh, you know, totally blame us if everything goes wrong. Which is fine then, though, because that means you're listening to us. Let's talk Bama Clemson. Yeah, um, the other big have, championship game. We have the national championship game happening. Uh, when's it happening, Greg? Monday. So it's happening Monday night. I think it starts at 8.30, potentially 9, because they pick weird times to do that. Taking place in Tampa Bay. Interesting. I like number it when One versus uh, number two. I feel like that's kind of, like, appropriately, like, because, like, both teams are kind of from the south there, too. Yeah, and it's a rematch from last year, so, you know, it's got that storyline going for it. Also, uh, Ohio State getting completely obliterated by Clemson. Washington yeah. at least scored against Alabama. Uh, you know, you got some big storylines in this game. Early on in that game, that looked like it was going to be a much better game than it was. Um, was so Bama's cool. obviously, Bama's defense is obviously pretty good. Yeah, so um, cool of that game. When I saw the first score, I was like, oh, uh, maybe an upset. Nope. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we'll have, what is this one technically called? The the, uh, the national championship? What's it called? I think, I think it's like the Dr. Pepper National Championship College Football Playoff Finals. I don't know. It's some long name now, I feel like. No, it's it's just this, it's just a national championship game presented by AT and T. Hey, congratulations AT and T for the uh, for the naming rights for the biggest game. Yeah, sorry, I thought it was Dr Pepper. <laughs> I see all the commercials for that. Um. Okay, what do you think here, Greg? Uh, do you think that Clemson's high-powered offense continues to uh, to impress, or do you think that Bama uh, is going to kind of get out there and uh, make something happen? Uh, what I think is going to happen is I think Clemson will come out on top. You know, in the rematch of last year, they were close. They had a chance to win it. They just couldn't pull it through. I think Deshaun Watson has a great game. Bama has a face to quarterback that can is an elite passer but can also run all over you if he wants to. In uh, games this year against better teams, they've said Watson has run a lot more, so he knows the games he needs to step it up. This will be one of them. Um, I think Alabama struggles slightly offensively because people aren't going to think, you know, Lane Kiffin leaving and Steve Sarkeesian coming in is going to be that big of a change. I think it does make some difference of, you know, the players trusting Sarkeesian. You know, Kiffin's been there. He knows how to handle these guys. Sarkeesian came in only a few, like, months ago, not even at the beginning of the season. He's not going to be dealing well with Sabins chewing him out if he makes a wrong play, like Kiffin was, because Kiffin was, was one of those guys that doesn't give a fuck about anything. And I think it hurts them having a freshman quarterback back there. So I'm going to give it to Clemson. I think they put up some big points. I think they put up another 31. And I think Alabama only puts up 20. I think it's going to be slightly blowout-esque for uh, Clemson taking the national championship and Dabo Sweeney taking down the mighty Nick Saban. I just don't see that happening, man. I see that Bama kind of wins here. I think the biggest argument going into the Bama-Washington game, too, is like, oh, Washington's kind of got like a high-flying offense that it can kind of spread them out and make it happen. Uh, and that's kind of what Clemson's argument is going into this national championship game. And Alabama, you know, took care of uh, Washington pretty handedly. Uh, I realize that they've never totally faced a quarterback that can run the way that Watson can. But Browning was supposed to be a pretty good quarterback that they were going to be playing against yeah. Washington. And, and a freshman. I get it, but uh, I don't know. I mean, you, you have big time. This is a big time defense that, that Alabama puts up. And I just don't see uh, anything. Um, Anything kind of stopping these guys? They're fourteen and zero. 
I, I've said it's been Bama for since day one. I don't watch college football very much, but I know I know the championship team when I see it, and it's Bama. And I just think that there's nothing. Uh, I don't think that Clemson is going to be able to kind of pull this out. I think it's going to be an entertaining game, but uh, I'm going Bama in this situation. Yeah, I'm not shocked you're going front runner again, James. Uh, it's just what you are. Hey, winners win. You know, Number coming off the, over. coming off of the Belichickian coaching tree. Yeah. Um, cool, man. So that's our championships for the national finals. Um, before we get into uh, the final thing that we want to do today to uh, the big bowl predictions, did you watch the Rose Bowl? I did. That was a phenomenal game. I think it was awesome. Yeah. It was really so cool. great. It anyone, was so up and down. Yeah. Anyone like me who always, who kind of complains about college football, like you got to watch that game to, to kind of get back into it. That really put me in the, in the college football spirit. Yeah, that was classic instant, right? Like instant right there. Uh, you could put that on ESPN classic on loop for like a year and people wouldn't get tired of that game. Yeah, definitely. Really, really cool. Great plays all around. Big plays, chance plays, all this kind of stuff. It was awesome. So Two big time programs too. So, you know, NCAA couldn't have asked for anything better out of that game with having USC potentially coming back on the rise and Penn State, everybody being like, hey, they might be competitive in the Big Ten now for a while. So Yeah, definitely. Uh, okay, let's talk about big predictions for 2017. This is the last thing that we want to do today. We want to end off uh, kind of setting the tone right, um, just making sure that we can make wild, weird predictions that will probably not come true and make us look like idiots towards the end of the year. But hey, exactly. that's what we're here to do. Um, how many do you want to make, Craig? You want to make a couple? You want to make one? What do you think? Um, I'm going to probably make like two, three at most. It's probably the minimum okay. because do I don't want to get too crazy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Some sensical things that you know have a chance um okay then let's uh, lay it on me man what do we think all right do you want to go back and forth one-on-one or how do we want to do this go back and forth one-on-one all right so my first one not including the national championship game because i already have clemson winning that but i think after that loss alabama starts to decline as a program overall nick saban i think will be out in at least five or six years just retirement wise completely so I think you see the falling of Alabama and the SEC and their whole reign over college football as a whole. Wow, that is pretty bold. It feels like a long-term one, Greg, but uh, I will I will accept it. It starts this year, James. That's fair. Um, my bold prediction. Uh, I my bold prediction. I don't think I don't know if this is going to happen. I I think it might, but you know probably not. But I think that James Harden will win the MVP. Ooh, okay, that is a good one. I think that uh, there's going to be a backlash to Russell Westbrook's just like sheer stats, but like also not totally like even his assists are not, not even like, um, like not even like real they're, they're assists in the sense that like, he's just kind of collecting stats. And I just don't think that he's, uh, I think there's going to be a backlash to that, especially around MVP uh, voting periods. Um, I think that James Harden wins it. I think that he is, uh, a perfect match for Mike D'Antoni's offense. Uh, the, the offense flows through him so much better than it ever really has. Uh, you know, at moving the ball to his hands full-time as a point guard was such a huge, huge move. He still has the points that make sense, but he's also putting up rebounds and, and real assist numbers that are very interesting and making the team better as a whole. So I think that James Harden's going to get a lot of love, especially if Houston can kind of grab like a two or a three seed, which – you know, probably isn't going to necessarily happen, but, uh, you know, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's a possibility. 
Um, plus, remember a couple of years ago, before last year, where he kind of showed up to the season like a little out of shape there. Like he was, in, he was the number two MVP candidate behind Steph. Yeah. Um, okay, that's my big bold prediction, uh, Greg. You have another one. My other one. Uh, I'm going to go north of the border, James. I'm going to Canada. I'm going to say a Canadian team wins the Stanley Cup. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my right now, my best chances are Montreal or Ottawa. Because they're the top two in the Atlantic. Um, outside of that, it's really maybe Edmonton, maybe Calgary could squeak in. But you know, they haven't had a championship I think since like 1993, if my you know stats serve me correct. So, just in general, Canada needs a championship. You know, Blue Jays, Raptors, somebody. But I think it's going to come in hockey this year, and that'll be the biggest win for Canada in a long time. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, mine is also kind of crazy bold, and I don't really know where this is coming from, but I just want to. This is going to be entertaining for me and maybe you. Uh, I think the Houston Astros win the 2017 World Series. Wow, that it, that does that's like out of left field. Out of way left field. I think that um, if you remember a couple years ago, Greg, they went into the playoffs because no one's expecting it. All, all their young guys kind of turned it on. And this year, big things were expected out of them and didn't totally come through. I mean, they had an okay year, but they didn't make the playoffs. They were third in the West. Um, I think that baseball is just so streaky. It's one of those things that like this year uh, and, and things that happen, you know, kind of out of nowhere that no one's expecting just like randomly occur. Uh, so I think that this year you have – you know, the young guys that are pretty great. You have, you know, Correa. Um, you have some real bona fide superstars in this team. I think it's just going to be one of those bounce back years that people weren't expecting. And then uh, they're going to come back and take the league by storm. I think the when you have a good collection of young players and that occasionally will mature like a little bit before you're expecting to, good things happen. So I'm going to go Houston Astros. They also use a pretty good amount of analytics now, which, I, which is important. They didn't use that in the past when they were – you know, kind of bottom feeding towards the bottom of the league. And I think now uh, that shift in focus is really going to, uh, you know, do wonders for them. So you heard it here first. No one else is going to be predicting this. Houston Astros, World Series champions, 2017. Yeah, I, li- I like our bold predictions so far. They're going, I think they're going to go pretty well. I like the Astros pick actually a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I was I was proud of that one. Um, okay, anything else, Greg? Uh, do you want do you want to do one more or do you have anything else? Uh, I'm trying to think of one more. Uh, you're not going to like it. Yeah, mainly because uh, involves football. Uh, I think if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year, Belichick gives it one more year and then uh, calls it quits. Especially if they, you know, do pretty well next year. I think he might just go out try to be done. He's old. He's getting up there in age. He's almost seventy. I think 65, 66, around there. So might as well go out on top. You know, being the best coach of all time. Think him and Brady are already top. Get out before Tom starts to decline, because then you can't have it be like, well, Patriots aren't as good. What's Belichick going to do with Brady? He can't be the bad guy anymore. And uh, yeah, so I think this upcoming season could potentially be Belichick's last. Interesting, 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 interesting. Um, bold prediction. I don't know if I have another one. Let me think here. I mean, I've already done, I've already done baseball and then basketball. I'm not, I'm staying away from hockey. Why are you? Uh, I got that covered. Don't worry. Um, bold prediction. Let's see here. I think that um, I think that Roger Goodell is going to lose his job as commissioner of the NFL. 
I like it. I think that's one everybody's going to be pulling for. I think that that's going to be my big bold prediction. I think especially with this new CBA that's going to need to get negotiated at some point, I think that he's going to be the fall guy. So, uh, Roger Goodell out as commissioner in 2017. That's my bold, bold claim. I like it. I think that might be the best one. All right, cool. Well, this has been a good podcast, Greg. Uh, this has been uh, very solid. Big predictions, lots of opportunities for us to, uh, you know, to look stupid. Yep. Uh, I think it's the best of, uh, you know, best of all worlds here. Good, good first episode of 2017, James. I like it. Production right, crew started start strong this year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right, cool. Well, let's wrap it up. So, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna be back next week uh, with kind of talking about talking about the the. Uh, a little bit more NBA, a little bit more NFL, anything else. So, uh, Greg, run them down the social media. Uh, yeah, so social media for 2017 has not changed from the past, but you can find us on Twitter at SportsStance underscore, uh, James at SportsStanceJ. Maybe I'll pick up his tweeting a little more in 2017. Who knows, people? Things might get crazy. Uh, you can find us on the SportsStance on Instagram. Uh, you can't find us on Vine anymore because they shut that down. So, you know, check us out on there. Check us out on SoundCloud where, you know, you can find our podcast, give us a review comment let us know your thoughts uh yeah and just help us keep growing tell your friends tell everybody tell grandma even if she can't hear just have her play it helps us out awesome all right guys thanks so much for listening talk next week all right guys have a good one